The Bar Star Podcast, hosted by Stephen O'Reilly, is a podcast about working musicians, their friends, and their opinions. Stephen is a musician in Louisville, Kentucky, who has... Wait a second. This guy's a drummer, not a real musician? Somebody gave a drummer a microphone for his voice? The hell? Unreal. Unbelievable. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Bar Star Podcast. I am your host, Stephen O'Reilly. I want to thank you guys for coming back once again to hang out with me. I hope you check out my sponsor, Prophecy Inc. Mention the Bar Star Podcast. They will give you 10% off your tattoo. I hope everybody had a good week. I hope everybody is doing well. And as always, I hope you guys went out and did some shit. I'm super excited about today. That's my plug. That's all my shit for the beginning. I am hanging out with my newly converted country mouse. I think she might be a little city mouse now. The one and only Mrs. Stacy O'Reilly. Hi, beautiful. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantabulous. So today's episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be a little... Well, it might be a little short, but who cares? We went to my favorite place on the planet because we're awesome. Duh. For our one-year wedding anniversary. And my favorite place on the planet is New York City. Now, before we say anything, don't worry, guys. This is not going to be a podcast about our vacation. That's not the point of this show. The point of this show today is I am obsessed with New York City. I've been obsessed with New York City for a long time. And those of you that are close to us know this, but most people don't know this. You, my darling, are a nice little country mouse slash beach girl. Yes. You're all about the beach. Yes. You didn't want to have nothing to do with New York City. No. (laughs) Take me to the beach. You weren't having New York City. None whatsoever. Nope. Why? What was it? Why did you always say no? I'm not a fast-paced, hustle-and-bustle kind of person. That is so true. My daily life is 90 miles an hour, wide open. Mm-hmm. Again, that is so true. No rest for the weary. So when I go on vacation, I want to be on a beach with fufu drinks and umbrellas. <laughs> and cabana boys. And cabana boys. <laughs> and suntan lotion and bikinis. You're an equal opportunity looker. Yes, I am. One of the many things I love about you. Very much so. So, for 10 years, almost 10 years, I have joked about I'm going to dump you off in the middle of New York City and just let you fend for yourself, which of course never happened. You did. We'll get there. Pipe down. But what happened was, beginning of this year, I told you I'm not taking you to the beach. I said, nope, not going to the beach this year. And you were mad about it. And I said, I'm not taking you to the beach until you go to New York City. So lo and behold. We went. We went. Yes, we did. Now here's the coolest part ever. You are a convert. You came over to the city side. I fell in love with the city. You heard it here first, people. 
Not just any city. New York City. That city that is amazing. City is amazing. We crammed so much <laughs> shit in three days. <laughs> my fat bit blew up on Saturday. We walked, what, 10 miles Saturday? Saturday, my fat bit cut off at midnight at 2,800, no, 28,000 steps. Uh-huh. It started over and we weren't even in bed yet. Nope. So add another 1,200 miles because we were in Jersey when that happened. 1,200 steps, yeah. Yeah, No, it's, it's it, there's something about that city and, it, and it's the... And I, I promise this is not a I told you so. It's fascinating to me to watch you discover new shit and watch you make up your mind what you think about it. it human to human, it's fascinating. But as my wife, it's even more fascinating. But I remember I, I kept telling you when we decided we were going to go, when you finally gave in, thanks after 10 years, you're finally going to go where I want to go. You, I kept telling you there's, an, there's something about it. I don't know if it's the people. I don't know if it's the energy. I don't know exactly what the thing is. But when you get there and you get on the ground and you just start walking, it sucks you in. True or false? True. Very true. So we got there Friday and we went to Central Park and it started raining, unfortunately. I didn't care. And that's the point. You didn't give a shit. I was like, Mm -hmm. you want to go back to the hotel? You went, nope. I want to walk. So we walked and we walked and we didn't do anything in particular. We didn't do anything touristy. We did go to the 9-11 Memorial, which you will talk about in a second. I wanted to walk the Brooklyn Bridge. That's been one of my bucket lists for years. And I got to do that with you. Thank you. That's awesome. Oh my God, that's so cute. Just call me gay on my own show. You're gay. Gay in a funny way? Like, ha ha? Hilarious. We didn't want to do a lot of touristy stuff. No, we didn't. That's Our a point mission was at. to get there and just go mm-hmm. and figure it out as we went. Mm-hmm. There were two or three things, like you said, that we wanted to make sure we accomplished while we were there. But I'm ready to go back because there's more that I want to see. More You cannot possibly see even a small portion of that city in three days. Oh, hell no. Two and no, a half no, no, days. No. no, no, no. No, you can't. And it's, it's one of those amazing things that you... You just, I tell, I've, I've told everybody this for years. You just have to go. Just go once. How many times have I told you that? Like, just go once. You'll, you'll see what I mean. And you fell in love with it. What was your one thing that sticks out in your head? I don't want to say the coolest part because that's a stupid question. Nobody was rude. That shocked the shit out of you, didn't yes, it? Yes, they were very nice. Everyone was very nice. So is this the part where you take back all Yankers are rude assholes? No. Damn it. Not at all. There's something about Southern hospitality. But I'm just saying that they weren't, you know. You were expecting them to be assholes. People to shove you and push you off the sidewalks to get out of their way. And it wasn't anything like that at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You were, But you were kind of expecting it in a way, right? Right. Which is really, really cool. That It was the complete opposite. There were, um, now granted, we... For the most part, we were in the northern part of the city, but the homeless population wasn't what I expected it. It's worse here in Louisville from what I saw. Now, like I said, we didn't. there were a lot of parts of towns we didn't go in, and I'm sure it gets worse. 
they weren't calling 911 because a homeless person was sitting on the corner like they do here begging for money. The police presence was amazing. There were police mm-hmm. everywhere. Everywhere you um, looked. That city has a healthy fear of the police. Unlike here, they just don't care. They right. think the police are, you know, to come take care of your unruly child that won't do his chores. True. They don't call 911 there for that kind of crap. No, they don't. They and do we learned uh, from our buddy Alex that, which I knew that the city had been cleaned up probably somewhere in the mid-90s was the, when they started really cleaning it up. Because New York City in the 70s and 80s, fuck that. I would have never went there. Hell no. You wouldn't have made it out alive. But Bloomberg, I don't know if he was mayor or governor, doesn't matter. That's a political thing. But he started cleaning up the city. And how he did it was he cleaned up the police force first. That's how he was able to accomplish it, which I think is where the healthy fear of the cops come from. From the people that are there now is they get it that the cops basically don't fucking play. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? From what agree. we from what we learned, I mean, they were very nice. They weren't rude at all. But oh no, no, um, they just don't play there. Mm-mm. The police in New York City are allowed to do their job. Next. <laughs> so, what did you think of the nine eleven memorial? Because I know that got you all in the feels. I mean, it got me in the feels too, but it got you even more because that's your world. It was very humbling. Um, I didn't hear a lot of people talking in there. It was a deafening silence, actually, to me. Um, and it could be that I just was in my own little world. We we did, we chose not to go on the guided tour. We went and wandered on our own. But as a first responder, it is very, um, it's sad. It's very sad. Right. And I can see that. I can't relate 100%, but having sat with you before... I get exactly what you're talking about. Well, you were very intrigued by the facts about the structures and the retention wall and the beams and the history of the building itself where I didn't even pay attention to that stuff. That wasn't... Right. Not that I didn't care, but I was there for a different reason and a different purpose. And there were some um, things I couldn't go do and I couldn't go see. You know, they have... Um, the live audio, the room with the audio of the people talking about their family members and calling right. them all out by name. And I, I couldn't do that. Um, but it was very, it was like you could hear the cries. You could hear, you could feel the pain. You could, it's very humbling. It's very, it very humbling. It's and, real. And on the flip side, it, it, I was not disinterested in what you were interested in. Right. When it's I just walked, different when worlds. We, it is, but when we walked into the memorial room, with all the pictures, that got me. Yeah. And then I completely just shut the one feeling I have, I shut it off. Yeah. That was too, and I will admit it right here, that was way too much for me. I couldn't handle that. Mm-hmm. But how I got, besides shutting my feelings off, how I got into that whole thing is right when I walked out of that room, because you were still in there, I looked to the left and part of the original beam that held up the original World Trade Center was still in the ground. They left them all there in the North and South Tower. Mm -hmm. That's where my brain completely went to get me out of the the memorial room. Mm Because the memorial room, as beautiful as it is, it's fucking painful. It is. It's very painful. It sucked. Yeah, it's very painful. You and I had a conversation standing in line that we, you more than me, but we had heard that there was many, many people that were not happy about that memorial. 
thinking about um, the city profiting off of the tragedy and all that stuff. I had a different opinion about it that you, I think you, if I remember right, I think you agreed with it. That cleanup, to clean up all that shit mm-hmm. was not fucking cheap. Mm-mm. And money has to come somewhere. And from what we gathered when we after we talked about it and then we researched it, from what we gathered, that's pretty much where the majority of all that money from that memorial goes. Now, I could be wrong. Somebody mm-hmm. wants to fact check me and tell me I'm wrong. That's fine. I don't have a problem with it. But that's pretty much what you and I gathered. Because that to clean up that city after all that shit happened in 9-11 was fucking brutal and i just i can't even imagine it mm-hmm. what you looking at um the quote that's on the wall in there that says no no day shall erase you from the memory of time um my opinion is that that memorial is keeping those memories alive for those family members good bad or indifferent it was tragic it was the most tragic thing i will probably ever experienced in, in my a, lifetime and was not, I was not directly involved in it um but it's you know there were pieces and parts of those people's history in that room in mm-hmm. that building and you know the watch that stopped at the exact time of impact yep. the beam that was actually struck by the plane at the point of impact yep. the um the last column that they took out that had all the Oh yeah, all the graffiti and, and, and flowers. And stuff on it. Yeah, that um, was cool. The fire truck. I mean, it's the top, the piece of the antenna. Yeah. Of the big, the I forget which tower. I think it was the North Tower had the antenna on it. That was there. That thing's huge. The reflection pools were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, which, for those of you that don't know, the reflection pools are in the literal exact spot where the towers were. And when you go down into the museum, the actual the reflection pool. The outside edges of the reflection pool were the out, actual outside edges of the buildings. Yep. So it is the exact spot where the buildings sat. And when you're downstairs, you're up underneath the reflection pools. Yep, and I think it's five stories down. Mm-hmm. It's four or five stories down. Mm-hmm. That's how deep in the ground they put that thing. Yep. Or they, they put those buildings, I should say. What did you think about walking across the Brooklyn Bridge? It was beautiful. That was it cool, was amazing. wasn't it? Yes. Breathtaking. It was it was so funny. We got on the other side, and you said, "All right, cool, call an Uber because I ain't walking back. That's no. too fucking long." <laughs> Uber pool is amazing. I don't think they have that here in Kentucky, but it's amazing. Do. It is awesome. Uber pool was. You call life-saver. an Uber, and they're literally there, and within two minutes, you're riding in a car with a bunch of strangers, and nobody cares. Nope. Did you just use the L word? What? You just used the L word. What was the word? Literally. Good job. Yeah. Uber pool is amazing. Uber pool is amazing. We're not staying in Club Miami next time we go to New York City. Well, I was gonna, we will Airbnb it all day long. I was going to say our hotel was cool as a building, and oh, it was very cool. Yeah, and, and the rooftop restaurant was cool. Oh, let's go hang out at an awesome hotel with a rooftop bar. We can chill out. A rooftop pool. And we walk in and there's, right, 
and they're in bikinis and high heels and guidos everywhere. Champagne service. um, Full bottle service. It's a membership club. And And it's actually called a day club. Oh, my God. Now, here's the the funny thing. Did not belong. No, we did not. No, we did not. And here's, here's the funny thing, though. I get it. There's not a whole lot of that shit up in New York City. Here's the funnier part. I'm sorry, you all are not addressed appropriately to go to the pool, but you're more than welcome to go to the beer garden. That's true. Gladly. And we met a very cool bartender named yes, Oliver. Yes, did. Oliver. What's up, dude? You'll probably never fucking hear this, but what up, dude? He was awesome. And the other bartender that was a firefighter. Yes. They have very pretty firefighters in that, New York City. That dude was hot. Even There's I said reasons. That. They're in calendars. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that dude was hot. Even I said, I was like, damn, that dude's fucking hot. But all in all, we had an amazing trip, and you are no longer going to bust my balls for being obsessed with New York City. True or false? True. Mm. One of my favorite parts of the trip was Alex. We got to see Alex and Alex's father-in-law. I was getting to that part. I was getting to that part. Most people that know me personally know that I am deathly afraid of heights. I hate flying. I just flew for the first time. <laughs> to shut up. You can tell that story. I just flew for the first time a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. When we went down to Florida. It was the first time I flew. I'm, I hate flying. I'm getting better. Ladies and gentlemen, he was fine until we were on the runway. And the pilot <laughs> says, ladies and gentlemen, things just went from bad to worse. We were never even told what the bad part was. Yeah. He almost passed out. I did. My uh, my asshole sucked up some of that seat. It's pretty gross. Obviously, everything's fine. We're home. But the cool one of the coolest things was I have a friend. We have a friend, but I've played music with him before. I, that's how I met him, through our mutual friend, Brian Guess. But our friend, Alex Bronson, lives in... What up, Alex? What up, Alex? He lives in Jersey, about 15, 20 minutes away from the city. But his father-in-law lives in Hell's Kitchen on the 36th floor of a building. One of the coolest dudes you'll ever meet. That dude is old school badass. Purple Heart recipient. Yes, he is. Stan the man. This is what I was told. And I quote, he served in Vietnam three times, once because he had to. And twice because it was fun. And a New Jersey police officer. He was a New Jersey police officer. Yes. And he was Purple also Heart a, recipient. Yes. And he was also a police detective for a while, too. He's but, done amazing things. So we're hanging out with Alex, and he calls his father-in-law down, because I didn't realize that we were eating dinner right next to, his name's Stan, right next to Stan's building. So he comes down, and he invites us up to see his apartment so we could Palace. see his view. The polite thing to do is say thank you and decline. And I looked him in the eye and I said, I ain't fucking declining, dude. I want to go see it. I want to walk on your balcony. So we go up there and we will, there'll be pictures all over the place. Don't worry, kids. We get up there and I got dizzy when I walked in on that balcony, palace, terrace, whatever the hell you want to call it. I guess the correct term is balcony because it's 36 stories up. I got dizzy. And then you. <laughs> Or an asshole. <laughs> oh, payback's coming. I'm looking over the side, and you grab my hips and go, Rawr! and act like you're going to push me. 
And I don't know if you've ever seen me drop that fast. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So that was really, really cool. It's funny to me when people are scared. Yeah, but but you hate to be scared. Hate it. Payback's coming. Love scaring you. Yeah, payback's coming. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you pee a little. That's how scared you're going to be. Bring it. I thought I was dead. <laughs> Why are you still laughing about that it's shit? funny to me. Anyway, the view from his 36th floor balcony is breathtaking. Amazing. It's sure. absolutely breathtaking. Mm-hmm. So, the moral of this story, kids, because we're going to keep today short. Well, I'm going to keep today short with you. I got some other shit I'm going to talk about when I kick you out of here. Moral of the story is go to New York City. Go see it. I say it at the end of every episode, go do some shit. I'm telling you, go to New York City. We it's went and did fucking some shit amazing. And it was amazing. Man, we did some shit. We did. We... The best pizza on the planet. I never want to eat pizza here again. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> the subway was fun. It was just awesome yeah we rode the subway we did a few hundred times a few hundred times we did we did everything that you should do you don't go do the touristy stuff eventually you should and i think eventually we'll go back and we'll do the statue of liberty and go in the empire state building and all that stuff you can do the whole touristy thing but i didn't want to do that and when i told you why i didn't want to do it you agreed you're like no let's that that sounds perfect let's do that and it was amazing and i told you this last night and we're going to end with this I think people take too much shit for granted. When I was at work Monday, my boss looked at me and said, Hey, dude, you okay? And I said, Yeah, I'm fine. I said, I just think it's weird and amazing. And I think people bitch too much about life. And he said, What are you talking about? And this was Monday afternoon. I said, 24 hours ago, I was eating a slice of pizza across the street from Madison Square Garden. And today, I'm at work. That's fucking amazing. Now, the pissy side of me, I didn't want to be there. I really wanted to be back in New York City. But it's still amazing that we have the ability and the opportunity to do that. Stop bitching about everything, people. Because that was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing three-day weekend. Yes, it was. So go do some shit. Anything else you want to add, my little my little New York convert? I'm ready to go back. Say that I'm again. Not done. Say that again. I'm ready to go back to New York City. You heard it here first, kids. The little country mouse is a city girl. I could never live there, but I'll go visit anytime. Oh, will you send my stuff? I will write you often. (laughs) (laughs) I will live there yesterday. What about New Jersey? What if we live in Jersey, where Alex lives? Dumbo. We could live in Dumbo. Because I found out Lenny Kravitz lives there. Lenny Kravitz does live in Dumbo. Yes. Who else that we found out lives in the same building that Stan does is the dude that plays Kramer. Yes. Still lives in that building. He lived in that building when they were doing Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Still lives in that building. So you won't live there? No. Damn it. I'm going to go hang out with Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> but I will not live there. No. So when are we going I back? I can't afford to live there. No shit. When are we going back? Next three-day weekend I have. Oh, wait. I'm getting ready to do more travel. Do some more traveling. So. Oh, yeah, kid. She's leaving me for a week. So the week that this posts, I'll be alone. Bachelor. I'm the least bachelor bachelor ever. I know. You're pretty boring. <gasps> it's true. I can't even deny that. I am pretty boring. That's why I have my alter stage ego. Any last thoughts you want to tell the peoples? 
Nope. Besides get their asses to New York City and go see it. Everybody needs to go once. See, you agree You'll never with me. forget it. On this microphone, look me in the eye and say you were right. Say it. Nope. Damn it. Say it. I don't love it. I just like it a lot. Uh-uh. You said at the beginning of the episode <laughs> that you fell in love with it, and I got yes, it recorded. I love New York City. Yes. I do. I love it. Now tell me I was right. Say it. Say it. Mm-hmm. You were right. Alex looks great. <gasps> <laughs> Say it. You were right. They have great pizza. <laughs> this is what I put up you with. You were right. Kids. People didn't try to kill me. And you were right. I want to go back. You were right. I love you, woman. <laughs> <laughs> I five in the microphone. Get the fuck out of here. Alright guys, she's gone. We kicked her out. Or I'm recording this on a different day. You don't know, and I'm not going to tell you. A couple things I just wanted to throw at you to finish out this episode. One of the things Stacy and I were talking about earlier, I really have been thinking about a lot as far as when I was eating pizza and then I was back at work Monday morning. Within 24 hours I was eating a piece of pizza across the street from Madison Square Garden and then I was at work. That's that's fucking amazing. It's really, really cool that any of us, anybody, has the opportunity to do that. I think somewhere along the way in the last umpteen years, I don't know when, it doesn't even matter, I think people, and I say people as a blanket statement because I know not everybody feels this way, but I think people just started taking life for granted. They just take shit for granted. They don't stop to appreciate what's around them or they don't stop to look at silly things or look at something that's amazing. Like when I was standing on Stan's balcony, I, I when I was taking in the city, the view that I could see from his balcony and then I looked down straight down over the edge and tried not to fucking throw up. Oh, I got dizzy. It was awesome. It was scary, but it was awesome. He's lived in that apartment for 30 years. And if I remember correctly, I think he told me the building was built in the 60s, something like that. It's 2018. How the hell's that thing not falling over? And some of you are probably going, uh, dude, you not know how shit works, fucker. Yes, I know how shit works. And it's silly and it's trivial. But at the same time, it's just, a, it's an amazing accomplishment. The whole city of New York is actually an amazing accomplishment. I think the... Uh, the square mileage of New York is something like, I don't know, 300 and some odd miles, some shit like that, 300 square miles, some garbage like that. I'm not real sure. I'm not going to Google it and take everybody's time to do all that garbage. But uh, there's 8.5 million people that live in a 300 square mile radius. That's crazy when you think about that. I mean, they sell air rights. They can't build out anymore. They have to build up can't go out so you got to go up but as simple as that is it's still mind-boggling and nobody gives a shit nobody cares at least to me just it's a matter of observation i'm not it's coming off 
soapboxy and judgy, but I'm not judging anything or anybody. I just, it's something that I observed, something that I noticed and I've been thinking about it. People tend to, again, people being a blanket statement, people tend to bitch, piss, whine, and moan about everything. Oh, my fucking phone doesn't work. Oh, when'd you send me that text? Louis C.K. did a great bit about cell phones and he said, if, if I sent you that text a month ago, it's fucking amazing whenever it gets to you. And he's right. It's a joke, but he's right. I, I just think that people just need to take a beat, as Eric Bischoff would say. Some of you will get that reference. Some of you will not. And just appreciate what's around you. Uh, like when we were talking about the World Trade Center Memorial, the 9-11 Memorial. Most people probably couldn't give a shit less about the engineering that went into building the original World Trade Center towers. It, it's a feat of genius engineering that not only were they able to build them, but they stood as long as they did and they never fell over. Uh, when And it's just it, those columns that were left in the ground, they left them there specifically so people could see them. And shit like that is amazing to me. But to a lot of people, if it's not on the phone or the internet or wherever, it, nah, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Again, observation. I'm not going to apologize for it. It's the way I feel. I'm guilty of it, too. I'm not saying I'm a saint. God knows I'm not. I, I do dumb shit all the time. But it was just something I wanted to give you guys to chew on, uh, maybe for the next couple weeks, because I am not posting a show next week. My beautiful wife and I will be in Charleston, darling. Uh, it's our last vacation uh, trip, or whatever you want to call it, for the year. We usually only take one. This year we took two because it was our one-year wedding anniversary, even though we've been together for a decade. So I just wanted to throw that at you, let you guys chew on that. Maybe you'll go outside and, and go do some shit. Because I think it's important. I think it's I think it's cool to sometimes put the put things in perspective. We're so distracted. Everybody's so distracted. There's, there's a million things. Oh my God, I, gotta, I don't have time. Really? Do you really not have time or are you just not prioritizing your time? Just a thought. Something to think about. I mean, the other day, I left home. I left my house and I left my cell phone on my counter. And I was gone for like three hours. And I survived. Nobody got me. I made it out alive. It's a fucking miracle. As far as music goes, I don't know how many of my listeners like the band Hailstorm. If you haven't checked them out, you need to. If you are a fan, you've probably already heard the new Hailstorm record, Vicious. It is phenomenal. Great record. I highly suggest going and checking that out. And I also just listened to recently a record by D. Snyder. Yes, that D. Snyder from Twisted Sister, who is 63 years old, and he fucking killed the vocals on this record. Uh, it's a record called For the Love of Metal. He hooked up with Jamie Josta of Hatebreed, who also has a podcast, and D was on Jamie's podcast, and Jamie challenged him. He said, I'm going to write a record... I'm going to produce this record, and I want you to sing on it. And lo and behold, they did the record. I heard it. It's great. Uh, it's a metal record, so it's it got some heaviness going on. But if you uh, if you get a chance, you need to check that record out. I think you'll really really dig it. It's a really cool record, and the Hailstorm record, Vicious, is cool. So you got Hailstorm, Vicious, and D. Snyder for the love of metal. 
speaking of music and that kind of stuff, that's another thing that I think is uh, kind of ties in as far as taking a beat and just kind of, pun intended, just kind of looking around. I think that people take music for granted as well. But I've always thought that. You guys know that. So I'm not going to get all soapboxy on that one either. Well, I hope you got something out of this episode. Uh, I want to thank my beautiful wife for hanging out with me. Uh, she's amazing. She's awesome. And she's a country mouse convert. Now she's a city girl. She loved it. She admitted it. I win. Not really, but it makes me feel better when I say shit like that. I hope you guys got something out of this episode. I uh, will be back in a couple weeks with a brand new episode. I've got some cool stuff coming up. I'm going to try in a couple months or so to start doing some giveaways depending on your interaction, meaning give me some ratings and reviews. I appreciate all the ones I've gotten, but keep them coming. Uh, It helps new people find the show so we can grow the show, and I'm going to figure out some kind of giveaway, give you guys some free shit for your support and for listening to the show because with... Out you guys listening to this, I would have no damn reason to do it. I hear myself talk enough. I don't need to talk in a microphone and record it because that's just fucking lame. So I'm out of here. I'm going to go pack for my trip. Uh, you guys are awesome. I love your faces. Okay, some of your faces I love. Okay, most of your faces I've never even fucking seen. But that just means I love you because you come back every week. And as I say at the end of every single episode... Go do some shit. Seriously, go. Get the fuck out of here. Go book a plane. Go book a flight. Go somewhere. Go see something. Go to a city you've never been. Go to New York City. Everybody has to do it once. It's amazing. It's the most amazing place on the planet. You gotta go see it. You gotta go see it once. You'll never be the same. You'll never forget it. I promise. So until next time, I will talk at you soon.